Hi, welcome to episode number 11, Photos with Sharita podcast. I'm Shara Humphreys, and I'm here today with Rita Norton talking about graduation albums. Hi, Rita. Hello, Shara. Graduation albums. We talked about graduation slideshows in February, so it only seems fitting to also talk about graduation albums in February. And really, we're not as crazy as that sounds. We want you to start now, parents. Anyone who has a graduate who's thinking of a gift, start now. Give yourself time because you don't want to be doing it at the last minute. And we get calls like that every year. And unfortunately, we have to turn people away because that kind of um, deadline puts stress Mm -hmm. on everyone, (laughs) including professional photo organizers. So we're going to give you some great tips on how to create a graduation album for your graduate. Okay, Rita, let's just dive into this graduation album kind of thing that feels overwhelming to a lot of people. And here we are, as we said in February, to talk about some ways to help people make this a doable task. Um, Really kind of, I mean, I consider this a labor of love, one of these gifts from the heart. And uh, I know... We talked about it in our previous episode, number 10, with the slideshows, and you have a daughter who is a senior and graduating this spring, and I have a daughter who graduated last spring, and, and, you know, um, I've been through three graduations with my other children, and you have been through one with your son. So Uh album prep and creating this book for... Uh, child, let's let's talk about first of all, kind of the prep and the theme, because I think that's a big decision to make right at the beginning. And that means one, you either have an album at the graduation party, which might be uh, through the years from baby to high school. You know, it, that's yep. a, that's a mom goal, I know, and I've seen many times. But then that also means that the graduation pictures aren't in the album. And when we're talking about these albums. We're talking about digital photo albums and not adding pages to a traditional book where you can add the graduation later. So the second kind of themed graduation album would be a gift after the ceremony would not be present at the party. And so share a little bit about what you did with your son and his book. Yeah, so I asked my son if he wanted a photo album or a slideshow, and he opted for the photo album. And the one thing that I want to say is that it was my decision to include the graduation photos. I just wanted them that kind of ceremony completed within this book, and that this book, though he was graduating from high school, it was about the four years of life that happened in those four high school years. So he did play some sports and, you know, was part of a couple clubs, but the book also had all the holidays we celebrated, um, birthdays, vacations. So I think it's important when you're thinking about creating a graduation album for your child is to think about everything that happened in those four years, not just um, what they did um, in high school, just their high school friends. Be sure to include, you know, important people in their lives, grandparents or family, friends, um, etc. So for him, I waited. I had, I did, uh, we talked about this in the slideshow um, podcast, is I created a, a project folder and had 
selected all the photos in advance and did the design work up until the graduation ceremony, and then after the ceremony and the party added those photos. So the book came about, you know, three to four weeks afterwards. And for him, that was absolutely fine. And so, I also, oh, go ahead. I know. I want to, I just want to say one thing about that. In terms of their activities, clubs, sports, and that, you may also, there's a third kind of theme. And I, I just realized as you were sharing that, that my girls were in cross country. And so there were seven seniors the year, they, my, my twins. And so that was one of the things that I did as a volunteer effort at the school. I, I helped create, with the help of the cross country team and writing letters and putting this together, that they had just a, a cross-country senior album. So you could even do that. You could pick that just to narrow it down and not feel so overwhelmed. So you can go birth to 18. You can go specialty, you know, activity or sport. Or you can go the four years of high school, which, of course, as you said, include everything, not just high school. So just creating the boundaries of your theme is going to be important to the success of getting this done. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I love the I love the theme. You said the girls are part of cross country because there's so many friends and ceremonies and meets that there was probably photos from not only you, but you probably had to take the time then to gather them, I would assume, from other parents. Um, so that's one of the things I think you want to keep in mind, too, if you do do one that is theme-based, is to make sure to gather photos from some of the other parents of the, um, the teammates or classmates or whatever that might be part of that theme book. But that's, that had to be a really special book. That's probably very well, fun for the girls to look well, back on. I'll, I'll throw in there because I'm a boundary person. I did uh -huh. not gather photos from the other parents. Okay. Uh, except for, <laughs> let me just say, this is a boundary. I, I, you know, it's been a while. My girls are 26. Uh -huh. And I asked each parent for a photo, one photo of their child, <laughs> so that I could put it in the front of the book. And then I did all the group photos. And my, I think there was one other mother who took a lot of pictures. And I said, could I get all of your pictures? Sure. But I did not enlist the seven parents with the whole bunch of pictures because I, are, I have enough experience to know then somebody gets hurt because I only picked two of their pictures and I did 20 of, you know, Susie's and all of that. Mm -hmm. So I kept it really simple for myself because I don't want to get frustrated in project mode. And I asked for just a picture of their senior at a cross-country meet. I gave that boundary. And then, you know, I... I started early enough and then sent a second email. And at the third email, it was um, kind of, and your child will have a book, but I'll leave the opening page blank or something. Like that. <laughs> because if you know, you have a parent uh -huh. that maybe is just distracted or they travel or they're busy or they didn't read their whatever, you know, at some point you have to just go, okay, I'm not going to let that family drive me crazy when I'm trying to right. do this. And then I enlisted the help of the team and, and got them to all write letters and notes. To I love group. that. And that's what really we need idea. I actually had a meeting with the team at the school without the seniors. The coach took the seniors for something. And I met with the rest of the team and that was all the years. And they all, you know, they really looked up to the seniors and they had neat things about how they inspired them or encouraged them and all of that. So it was really a mix of notes and cards and that, and they got to decorate, you know, decorate. That was traditional yeah. back in the 
in the day. It wasn't really that long ago, but I could have made digital, but we went with traditional because of the way I assembled these books. Anyway, just keep that in mind, especially in the collaborative point of graduation, because other parents could frustrate you in the collection process. <laughs> that's true. That's a that's a very good point. So, so that really talks about that. Really, we just are saying, figure out your theme and figure out your own mm-hmm. boundaries for what mm-hmm. you want to be able to gather and how much energy you want to put into gathering, or as I like to say, chasing people to get things, which is not my um, specialty at all, and I get super aggravated. But I love the idea of Kobe's book being that thing that was a gift after the ceremony. But if you have that big goal of doing it, you know, having a book at the party, then you please, if you're listening to this in April, give give that goal up right now because you're going to create too much stress for yourself. So talk about size and design of the actual album and how you how how you can narrow down those choices because again there are just so many choices with this album production if you will yeah i think that for size i mean if you have a bookshelf that you currently have already created a, a lot of digital um photo albums for your family on match the size so it all looks the same on your bookshelf if it is going to be for the child to take away and I would encourage you to when you do do an album is to um, order a couple extra copies for yourself maybe for grandparents too so keep that in mind but uh, I think Shara and I's favorite size for photo albums is a 10 by 10 it fits on most bookshelves it's easy to hold and it doesn't you know this is going to sound probably a little funny it way as much as a larger album and depending upon the style that you choose you know there's the lay flat pages and then there's like what we call a, a magazine style and those pages are not lay flat they they mimic a, a magazine that's going to be a lot lighter way to soft cover one but if you do choose a hard cover with a lay flat pages those can get heavy so that's sort of the size uh, consideration and then design style tips. I think the best recommendation is coal, coal, coal. So (laughs) we don't need to have every photo of every graduation photo, for example, taken or every photo from every, you know, birthday party. So pick your favorite three or two or your favorite one and try and maybe, I don't know, five, four to five photos per page or in our kind of professional photo organizing language, we talk about spreads. And that's when you have page one and two as they open up together is called a spread. And so maybe maximum out of 10 to 12, if they're very small photos, small resolution photos, obviously you're going to have more to the page. But just for a, des- a design aesthetic and not overwhelming um, the the person who's going to be looking at the book. I think that's a good um, design tip. And I know, Sherry, you probably have a few more that you'd like to share. Well, I I do think photo selection and design just go hand in hand. So Mm -hmm. you were um, overlapping that with photo selection is key to your design and your overall design. And if you're thinking of this and you're listening, you're, you're already thinking, I don't have any really uh, any design skills. So at the end in show notes, you know, we'll give you some 
of our favorite vendors to use uh, that have templates already designed. But we are very much of the school of simple and classic, clean design with a, a you know, a teens album, there's always some fun things that you can do and, you know, add the school colors and some of their favorite things. But in terms of, you know, embellishments on pages or spreads, uh, not a big fan. I want uh, the photos to tell the story. I want the photos to stand out when it's, when it's about a person. You know, there's, there's oftentimes those spreads where you have this lay flat book, if you can visualize that, you have, you know, a featured photo and then maybe five or six on the other side. Sometimes mm -hmm. there's some beautiful ways that you can incorporate all of this and have this great uh, story for your, your kid's graduation. And, and so one, one tip now we'll go to photo selection is if you made a slideshow, make sure you use those slideshow photos. You already called and selected the best of the best in the slideshow. What better thing than to take those and put them in an album? And with this caveat that we need to remind you that if you use low resolution photos, they could be, uh, they need to be printed in, you know, small that you need to kind of scale those down and they could be grainy, but you know, the kids are okay with that. If you see their social media and their filters and even, you know, bad lighting, they still, if that's a, a an important picture with their friends, you can include it. Just don't make it a big feature. And sometimes with all of the uh, low resolution pictures in this kind of album, you may end up and this wouldn't be my favorite kind of page, but it, it, fits this theme is you might have kind of what I, I would loosely term a collage page where you would put a whole bunch of the pictures, you know, it like say 20 of little uh -huh. small and they would look at those kind of think like, you know, Instagram squares or something. I still want to make it clean and classic, but with the low res that you'd mix with the high, high resolution photos. And of course we just mean high resolution means that the bigger file sizes mean that those pictures are going to print in better quality and the low resolution are better for screens and you don't need as a higher resolution for screen viewing. And that's why we said those are okay in slideshows, but albums, you need to be more careful and look at your file sizes. You don't have, we don't have to get all techie with that, but if you, if you're not sure of res what resolution means, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, and, and do and do keep in mind that, as Cheryl mentioned in the show notes, we're going to share with you some vendors that we use. Most all of the software vendors do provide you with a warning if the photo is not going to print well. So if you're unsure, is this good enough photo? Will it print well? Usually gives you like a yellow or a red warning sign, and then you can adjust the photo inside the software to make it a little smaller or choose a different photo. Yeah, or you could, and I love that. I thank you for reminding them of that because when you do use the vendor, getting that little warning triangle mm -hmm. is a great way to, oh, wait, that, that's going to not look as great. And sometimes you just choose to uh, ignore the warning and say, okay, and then you're printing at risk. Mm -hmm. I mean, the printer wants you to know that it's going to look uh, not so great. When you, like Rita said, you can downsize it, just reduce it a little bit or choose a different photo, but you can also, that photo is going to be printed and it's going to be right there and it tells part of the story. So we're fine. You're just kind of authorizing the printer uh, to print a grainy photo for you. And then um, the other part of this uh, that I think almost everyone wants to include 
our school pictures, and those could be team photos by a professional photographer or the school photos by a professional photographer through the years. And uh, just want to remind you that you should get a copyright release to be able to put those uh, photos, especially if you have print photos that you're scanning uh, or getting having scanned somewhere for the book. And, and, and it's really easy to get those copyright releases most, uh, you know, like a Life Touch or Olin Mills. I said Olin Mills. Is that are they still in business? I mean, I, I'm dating myself. That's like, I don't know. know. I don't know. I just appreciate Olin Mills because they always put the date in the little corner with their little foil stamp on the pictures. Um, but again, if you don't have Olin Mills or have never heard of it, never mind. But Life Touch is, you know, a pretty common school photographer, and there might be a local person. But just get that copyright release so that you aren't um, infringing on the photographer's rights. And Rita, I think you had shared because I talk I've talked about this before with clients. Did you have every single year of Kobe's like kindergarten to his senior portrait uh for his album? In in his album, I did focus on the four years of high school, but at the back it ended with a, a you know, a through the years portion, baby, you know, through twelfth grade and I'm pretty sure we bought them all, but just a true confession, I think the kids actually take them sometimes because they come in those packets and you'll find them in their desk drawers or they've, I don't know, colored on them. And so, no, we did not have, I think I was missing two or three years. So I just found the next best photo that represented him in, you know, third grade or sixth grade or whatever years I was missing. And I was totally fine with that. And we all know the kid doesn't really care. It's just a more for the parents, but I just want to let you know out there, even as a photo organizer, and like I said, I'm pretty sure we took him or maybe we didn't that year. I don't remember. Maybe he was sick. Um, but, you know, wipe away any guilt of not being able to find them or not having them and just replaced with a, a photo representing that year. Sure. And the beauty of that really is that, you know, you've put in kind of that through the years in the back. So there's a little sprinkling of that. I love yep. that you did the four years and then you did a, a spread or two of baby and then a, and a spread of or a page of those uh, school pictures because that's part of the whole rite of passage of this graduation. Uh, and the kids, you know, nobody really loves their fifth, sixth grade pictures. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> pretty universal. And, you know, the years of braces or whatever it is. And my, for my girls, they keep, you know, reminding me when they look at old pictures, what is up with the bangs, mom? And I'm, I crack up because I'm like, you guys begged for bangs. And I said, you know, do you know how long it takes to grow out bangs? But uh, they, you know, that, that not necessarily their highlights, but we keep them in there and, and it's just part of this whole process. And moms and dads need to give themselves uh, a little bit of, you know, humor in the book of yes. all the, all the, ways, you know, changes and watching your kid grow and, and seeing that in a photo album is really pretty magical. And they might not appreciate it right at 18, but they will eventually. So uh, just give them a little more time. But really, we want to make sure that you understand that putting together this photo album, whatever your theme is for your graduate, is this, like I said, labor of love. 
And so with that, we want to make sure you include some stories and captions if possible. Again, don't overwhelm yourself. Just some quick captions of things. If you can, you know, put which years of high school, if you could put it in chronological order so it makes Mm -hmm. sense like a storybook, that's great. But don't obsess or freak out if you can't remember if this was fifth or sixth grade and that kind of thing. It it won't matter. The book, getting it all in this album and printing it is is the win. And uh, I've often recommended this and I've done this for my own kids. And that's just instead of, you know, a bunch of stories, if writing isn't your thing and you don't love it. And I, and I hear people, if they're doing a traditional album, they don't want their own handwriting. And now we have so many font choices. And that also, that's another warning. Don't use a bunch of fonts. Just pick one or two, please, please. Even if the design program or vendor that you use allows you to use a different font in every page, please don't. Uh, But just pick a traditional, you know, classic font or if you like a handwriting font, even if it's not yours, that's okay. But then write a letter to your kid. If you can, if you are a single parent, it, it will be very impactful. And certainly if you can involve dad, because mom's, are usually the memory keepers uh, that if you could write a letter to them and put it either in the front as a, as a tribute or in the back and telling them, you know, about this whole milestone and what you've seen and what you hope for them. And we'll even put some books in the show notes that have uh, motivated and inspired us for our own kids and, mm-hmm. you know, our clients books because um, the, if you take a book, sometimes you could take that idea and, and incorporate it into your theme with maybe a quote or to sprinkle some quotes on the pages. That's one of our favorite things to do, So especially if you just don't have time or you're just not really um, a writer by nature and you, you don't enjoy that so much. So any other tips on, you know, kind of capturing the stories and what to put in there and, and how to tie it all Yeah, I think it's a beautiful it's, passage. Yeah, it's always nice to, um, if you don't feel like you have, you know, the skills to write a letter, um, add in some beautiful quotes, either at the front or sprinkled throughout the book. I think that's a great idea. Small captions. And I love Shara's tip about the fonts. Maybe you have one font where you're, you know, freshman year, sophomore year, et cetera, and then maybe another font that is, tells whatever's going on um, or talks about the theme of, of what's happening in the photos. But Shara had mentioned um, earlier with me when we were talking, and I thought this was a great idea, is most seniors are requested, uh, as a parent, we're requested to provide sometimes a photo, but most often a some message for our child. And that message usually ends up in the yearbook in a special senior section. And to include that quote or message or you know thoughts into the photo album versus it just being in the yearbook. Uh, I thought that was a really great idea because the yearbook gets probably pushed aside a little bit and to have that sentiment included in your photo album might be a nice way to um, either introduce it or have it the um, end of the book. Love that, love that. So just really quick about the fonts again before we end and, um, and the copyright. These are my kind of random last thoughts. The copyright. That's just an email to the companies usually. So don't, don't stress about that uh, to get that release. And, and 
especially if you're taking the photos to be scanned somewhere, they'll, they'll ask for that. So just do a little prep work in the beginning, um, thinking about, you know, where your school pictures were taken. And then for the fonts, one of the easiest ways and just kind of a rule of thumb in any of uh, albums that you're thinking of designing and we're talking about graduation books is just think of when you get into that design program, on your computer or even your phone because there are ways to do a senior book on a phone app if that's how you like to work. That would be my worst nightmare. I don't want to hold my phone and do photo things. I like a big screen. But however you choose to do it, pick a font for what we would call in the newspaper world. I know they don't print those really hardly anymore. Again, dating myself. But the headlines, pick a font for the headlines. And then pick a font for the body content, the cap, mm -hmm. the quick captions and any, you know, if you were to type a paragraph. So that's, you know, any kind of headline or label or title and then pick a different font for that. Then you'll have a little bit of variety, but don't make it look all kooky and wacko because I've seen like some font things that cause me stress. And I know you do too, Rita. <laughs> yeah. So just keep it simple. Keep it clean and classic. You'll appreciate it later. You know, I mean, we all love to go and say, oh, look, these are this is from the 80s. Look at everybody with the perms. And then this is the 90s. And this is, you know, so you can do that. But you'll always appreciate a clean classic design and, uh, you know, your color scheme and just keep it simple that way. Because if you feel like you have to make all these overwhelming choices at every page when you drop in, five or six photos, and then you're like, oh, let me change the font. Oh, I need, you know, to add more embellishments and, you know, some doodads. That's what takes forever. Just focus on the photos. Focus on your child. Focus on their life. This is just the first part of their life story, and you will have the most amazing gift, the most amazing album that you could put out at the party or gift them with as they go off on the next part of their journey. Um, it may be college. It may be, you know, a gap year. It may be that they decided not to go to college. Whatever it is, just celebrate this milestone of raising another human being. Parents, way to go. Great job. And thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Photos with Sharita podcast episode number 11. We hope we've given you some great tips and suggestions for how you can create a graduation album for your graduate this year. Don't forget to pop over to the website for our show notes where we'll have the links to the vendors that we love. You can leave a comment, subscribe to the podcast. In those show notes, we always have some bonus items because we forget things. And sign up to get notified of our next podcast and you'll have access to our resource library. We have that free ebook, Six Ways We Organize and Enjoy Our Own Photos. And if this still feels overwhelming to you, don't forget, you have time. You can hire a photo organizer and they can help you make the graduation album happen. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.